Hi all the beautiful souls out there, how are you? It's been a month since I last um, did my last recorded my episode for my podcast. So um, yeah, how are you all? I hope uh, you're happy and um, healthy. You know, when I mean healthy, I mean not just physically, I mean like mentally and spiritually too, because these three are the basic pillars of our, you know, entity of balance. So, yeah, I just hope you are completely healthy and happy from within. Um, And if not, you will be. Just, just have faith. So yeah, here I am with my second part of uh, prison and freedom. Um, so yeah, so to last time I it was about uh, basically let's just you know um, do a quick recap. This was about uh, Sri Aurobindo who was uh, a nationalist, Indian nationalist, and fought against uh, the British uh, government. And he was arrested for just writing some columns against uh, the colonial government. Um, and yeah, that's that was his uh, crime. And uh, he went through a spiritual awakening while he was in the prison. And uh, that led to him becoming a philosopher modern Indian philosopher and yeah his teachings his teachings are absolutely path-breaking so without any further ado let's start in this country who knows how many hundreds of innocent people are undergoing hellish long-term imprisonment and working out the misdeeds of their past lives towards a heavenlier what sorry towards a heavenlier way ahead but the average westerner who is not purified by religious emotions one second let me just switch off my fan makes a lot of noise okay sorry for the disruption okay but the average westerner who is not purified by religious emotions and not of a godly nature how these people fare in such tests, those who live in the Western countries or are familiar with their literature expressive of the Western mentality and character can infer. In a similar situation, either their tearful earthly hearts with their depressive anger and sorrow move towards the hell's murk, and because of the contagion of companions, adopt their cruelty and low ways else because of the extreme pressure of the weakness lose strength and reasoning power so that what survives is only a remnant of humanity let me speak of an innocent person at alipur as an accused in a decoity case he had been sentenced to 10 years rigorous imprisonment a cowherd by profession, uneducated, without anything to do with reading or writing, his only support was his faith in God and patience worthy of an Aryan and other noble qualities. Faced with this old man's attitudes, attitude towards life, my pride of learning and forbearance was completely shattered. 
There was a serene and simple friendliness written in the old man's eyes. His talk was always full of amiability and friendliness. At times, he would speak of his sufferings, even though he was innocent of charges, and speak of his wife and children. He even wondered when God would bring him release so that he could meet them. But never did I find him depressed or restless. Waiting for God's grace, he spent his days quietly doing his duties in the prison. His efforts and thoughts were not concerned about himself, but about the well-being of others. His sense of kindness and sympathy for the unfortunate frequently came out in his speech. Serving others was the law of his being. The noble qualities were further set off by his humility. Knowing that he had a heart a thousand times nobler than mine, I would feel ashamed at his humility. To accept the old man's service embarrassed me, but he could, would not but he would not be deterred so easily. He was all the time anxious about my comfort. As with me, so with the others, his kindly attention and humble service and respect seemed to be much greater, especially for the innocent and miserable ones. Yet, on his face and in his conduct, there glowed a natural serene gravity and majesty. He had a great love for the country too, I shall always remember the white-whiskered, serene visage of his old convict, full of kindness and, and generosity. Even in these days of decline among the Indian peasantry, whom we describe as uneducated small people, Chotolok, may be found such representatives of Indian race. India's future is hopeful only because of this. The educated youth and the unlettered peasantry. The future of lies of India lies with these two classes. The future Aryan race will be a blend of the two. I have spoken about an uneducated peasant. Let me now speak of two educated men, young men. These were the two Kavirajis of Harrison Road, Nagendranath and Dharoni. The manner in which, quietly and contentedly, they took suffered this sudden mishap, this unjust punishment, was astounding. I could never find them in the slightest, I could never find in them the slightest anger or censure or annoyance over those for whose fault they had to pass their youth in a hellish prison. They were devoid of the glory of modern education, a knowledge of Western languages and familiarity with Western learning. The mother tongue was their only stay, but among the English educated group, I have found few men of comparable caliber. Instead of complaining to either man or God, both of them had accepted the punishment with a smile. Both the brothers were sadhaks, but their natures were different. Nagendra was steady, grave, intelligent. He was very fond of godly conversation and religious topics. When we had been in solitary confinement, the jail authorities had permitted us, at the end of the day's labor, to read books. Nagendra, who had asked for the Gita, had been given the Bible instead. 
in the witness box he would tell me of his feelings on reading the bible nagendra hadn't read the gita but i noticed with surprise that instead of speaking about the bible he was expressing the inner sense of gita's verse once in a while it even appeared as if the sublime and divine statements of krishna at kurukshetra were coming out of the same lotus lips of vasudeva in the alipur dock without reading the gita to be able to realize in the bible the spirit of equality renunciation of the desire for fruit to see the divine in all things etc is the index of a not negligible inner life or spiritual capacity sadhana dharani was not as intelligent as nagendra but he was obedient and tender by nature temperament temperamentally devotee he was always immersed in the contemplation of divine motherhood and looking at the grace that shone on his face his innocent laughter and gentle devotional attitude it was hard to realize that we were confined in a jail knowing these men who can say that the bengali is low and despicable this power this manhood this sacred fire is only hidden amidst the ashes they are both innocent imprisoned without any fault of their own by their own qualities or by virtue of their training they had been able to reject the supremacy of external joys and sorrows and succeeded in preserving the freedom of their inner life but the virtues of the national character came out even among the real offenders i stayed in alipur for 12 months and expecting one or two all the convicts the thieves the dacoits and the murderer and the murderers with whom we had come in contact we received from all and sundry good behavior and helpfulness rather it was among these spoilt among those spoilt by modern education that these qualities seemed to be lacking modern education may have many virtues to recommend itself but civility and selfless service form no part of these the kindness and sympathy that are such valuable elements of an aryan education i found that even among the thieves and robbers the sweeper the cleaner the waterman they all had to share for no fault of their own part of the misery and hardship of our solitary confinement but they never expressed to us their anger or annoyance on that score at times they ventilated their distress before the native jailers but they would also cheerfully pray for our release from detention a mohammedan convict used to love the accused like his own children and at the time of parting he could not restrain himself from shedding tears pointing out their suffering and humiliation as a prize of patriotism he would tell others and express his jo- sorrow by saying look these are gentlemen sons of the rich and this is their suffering because they have tried to help the poor and the distressed those who want about western culture i would like to ask them is this self control charity generosity gratitude godly love for others to be found among the lower order of criminals the thieves and robbers of england in fact europe is the land of enjoyment india of sacrifice the gita describes two kinds of creatures deva and asura the indian is intrinsically of the deva kind the westerner of the asura
but in this age of deep 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 darkness which is khor kali because of the disappearance of aryan education due to the predominance of inertia in our national decline we are acquiring the inferior inferi sorry i'm so sorry the inferior qualities of the asura while the westerners because of their national progress and the evolution of manhood are acquiring the qualities of the deva but in spite of this in their deva qualities something of the asura and in their asuric qualities something of the deva can be imperfectly glimpsed even the best among them cannot wholly get rid of asuric qualities when one compares the inferior specimens of both cultures the truth comes out quite strikingly there is much to be written on this topic but i forbear for the fear of the lengthiness of the article but while i was in prison those persons in those who, in whose bearing i have found this inner freedom they are the prototypes of godward emotions deva bhava i have an idea of writing in future an article on the subject so this was this was the end of the chapter there are many more chapters this is a big book actually uh just portraying each day you know whatever he went through each day and the learnings he had during this time but this is this was one of the chapters and uh, one of my favorite chapters of the book so yeah i hope you you know you loved the chapter and uh, i was able to do justice uh, to this by narrating properly um and yeah if i am not that good please be lenient with me i promise i will get better and i won't disappoint my listeners so thank you for listening thank you for having the patience um i will be coming back with another spiritual topic um uh next time i don't know when but like within let's see if when i get time basically within two weeks i mean i'll come back with another episode um so it uh, i mean i can give an idea of it it's basically the mesh between you know the topic is about the amalgamation of modern science and vedic cosmology so yeah um i hope you know you loved this narration and um, yeah be happy be healthy i'll be back soon thank you